I was just thinking, wherever we're heading at this moment in time, you think about it, if we are following the Lord, we're following His voice and His vision. It's all His. And so, sometimes, as humans, we can go, oh my goodness, where are we at? How did I get here? Like, sometimes I'm in the middle of a doubt, and I'm surrounded by, like, literally 15 young men, and they're, like, no shirts, they're swearing, there's hip-hop music that's just blasting out of the room, and it's secular, they're, they're mocking me, there's all kinds of stuff. And then I sit there, and, and then you think, oh my, I'm sitting, and then you realize, I'm the light. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Sit up straight, boy. Mm. Look them in the eye. Let them see Christ in you. So when they're looking at you, you look at them with love. If they're mocking you, you smile. You come humbly. Humility brings strength. Because you think about Christ. Where he walked, he was humble. But what happened? People came and flocked. The word went out. There's something about this man. There's miracles. There's a power about him. And there's an authority about him. But he didn't go around brashly, did he? Although he did speak very clearly. He would say, what was what? He was like, that's not on. You know, this is the way. I am the truth. You heard about the Son of God? That's me. And it's like, so he was straight, but he was humble with it. You never saw him. He said, I didn't come to fight. I came to save. So my words, if you, if you don't want to listen to them, the words that I speak are going to bring its own judgment. I don't come here to judge. I come to save. And I thought, what a great thing, right? We talked about yesterday with Mary and laying down her life. <clears throat> her hair, humility on her knees. And then out of that place of servitude unto the Lord first, when we go out, we follow Him. We're His servants, right? And I want to read this. This really struck me this morning um, as I was just kind of meditating on it. This is before Jesus goes uh, and He's going to fulfill, um, you know, his, his death on the cross. And this is it. So John chapter 12, verse 23. I'll start there. Then Jesus replied. This is all red letter talk. This is Jesus' words, okay? So just, just think. If God is saying this verbatim, this is His words. It's, it's good for us. Now the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into His glory. He's talking about the preparation. Imagine, He's going unto death and He's saying, No, this is my glory. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about why He was able to think that. Because remember, He was man. He's still a man, but he was God, but he was still a man. He was in this world like you and I are. But he said, now it's time for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But its death will produce many new kernels and a plentiful harvest of new lives. He was hearkening the way that his death, overcoming death itself, would bring us new lives. We are the Lazaruses, right? We are dining with Christ. And then this is where he goes on. <clears throat> and I find this. Um, I know you've heard this, but this is powerful, I believe, for us this week. Verse 25. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care for nothing for their life in this world, who care for nothing for their life, in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone 
<clears throat> anyone who wants to be my disciple must follow me. Remember how he started, unless the colonel dies. And then the promise of multiple lives, okay, afterwards. Because my servants must be where I am. My servants must be where I am. Where he goes, I go. Right? Christ is in the midst of every place that he's called us in. Because he goes ahead of us. His voice hearkens the way, right? And I, I love that. It's like, so when I am in these environments where you and I are in certain places and you think, hold up. You think, no, I'm not alone. Because sometimes my, my flesh says, you're alone here. And then the overwhelming uh, call on your life is like, oh man, I'm tired today. I've got, I've got to be humble. I've got to be loving. I've got to let my hair down. I've got to get close to God by getting close to people. I've got to be Christ to these young men and women, even when I don't feel like it. But you're not alone. He says, I love this. My service must be where I am. As a servant, we follow. We don't lead, we follow. We're all servants of the Most High God. And then I love this, and the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Wow. So we'll get our honor from our Heavenly Father when we serve. And <clears throat> what's the practical nature of that? For one, we got to understand that Christ made the way. He's the way, the truth, the life. He showed us how it is to live. You must die. And he says those that won't will lose it, right? So how do we do that? when we're so entrenched in so much work, worries, life. I love the way Christ does it. He shows us another world. He gives us the other option. He, he kind of dangles it in front of you and says, well, this is the world you're in. But actually, here's the other world, the eternal world, the place where I go to prepare a house for you. And so I thought that's a great way today where, when we go into places, like today I have like literally like maybe four, maybe five potential appointments in various places, which I love. But with that takes a lot of like, I've got to gird up my armor, my breastplate of righteousness, m you know, my shield of faith. I got to gird up my armor. I want to come with the sword of the truth of the word of God. I want to speak with a tongue of wisdom mm -hmm. that opens up the hearts of men to the Lord but then if I get it twisted I'm thinking I'm ahead no no I'm following Christ where where I am my servants will be so it's like fantastic so today if you're getting overwhelmed about anything just think God you've shown me that other world let me just see this world here I will count it as nothing those who care nothing for their life in this world. I mean, that's pretty strong. Who care nothing for their life. This is Jesus speaking. Do you care nothing for this life? I could say that not always. <laughs> right? But that's what God is saying. This is, this is the standard. We need to die to that. Because then what? Then we will gain that life for all of eternity. So he's giving us like so it's it's having like i've mentioned it before understanding we're all dual passport holders we we have a passport here on earth but it's temporary our eternal passport our identity in christ 
in our father is our real passport that's the one that's got all of the right visas in it it's got all of the right accesses it's got all of the right rights to a land of promise and so it's like remembering i'm a dual passport holder don't forget that this is the temporary world if you are a lazarus and you've died and been risen up by christ and i thought great so today a couple things as we move forward remember are we dying to ourselves caring nothing for this obviously god said i will reveal to you i will share with you my my riches in my glory and it has an, not an effect here on earth i'm not talking like a like okay we're all going to go out and wear sackcloths for the day do you know what i mean we're meant to be an example remembering christ walked into places so we follow him that's why i started this morning where we're at today Tuesday, May the 27th, yeah. I guess. 9th. 8th. 8th. <laughs> right? We're here only because we're following Christ. In all of our different paths of life, from across the other side of the globe, or from across the other side of the street. And I thought, what a privilege that we're following Christ in such an exciting manner. You know, but there's a warning there. Don't let the works that we're doing become too important. It is important to Christ, but first, His number one. When we're seated at the table and there's lots of things going on, all the food's on the table. Are we looking at the food, the goods, or are we looking at Christ? Are we letting our hair down? Are we washing His feet? Are we loving Him first? Then second, when He goes and moves and He calls us, are we following Him without holding on to the world because that's really what he's saying don't hold on to it because then what you're going to get the honor from our father those who serve me those who follow my voice will be honored you see and it's simple it's like well where you go i will go if you want the honor from our heavenly father let's just follow christ wholeheartedly without holding on to anything so if we're holding on to something today Ask the Lord to help me, Holy Spirit, help me to let it go. And that can be worries. That can also be things that we enjoy. Nothing wrong with having those things, but is your heart right? Are, are, are you understanding that you're only enjoying that with your temporary passport? Because your, your permanent passport in heaven is the one that we want to stamp up. Let's stamp up that sucker every day. Because those treasures are being knocked on and then our inheritance is growing, right? Those rewards. I know that James and you guys have been passport mania for the last <laughs> month. Running back and forth, getting a visa, you know, and you're, an, you're now a legal alien. You're an illegal alien. You're now an alien here on Earth. But I find that fascinating. We're all aliens yeah. here on Earth. Yeah. Mm. We've got our temporary passport. You have a temporary, like, alien card, right? Yeah. I love that. I'm married to an alien card holder. <laughs> yeah. Your right? suspicions have been made correct. My suspicions <laughs> are right. My life is an alien. The most beautiful <laughs> one. And, uh, but we are all aliens here on Earth. Yeah. Our identity is not as a Filipino, right? Or a Brit or an American or other. Yeah. Right? Henry's another. <laughs> and uh you know so i, I was just encouraged you know he 
Jesus, he's so, though he speaks simply, it's so methodical. You know, like, he layers it. First, he starts with death. <laughs> he's like, unless it dies, foundations. Then he goes, then you need to die too. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? And then he goes, then once you've figured, once you've understood that truth in your life, then follow me. Where I go, my servant goes. And whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Then you notice how he layers it? You look throughout all of his narratives. I love that because I'm a simple guy. I need it simple. Okay, die first. Get up. Follow him, let go of everything, and then I'll get that stamp in my passport. Okay. Then when you are in the midst of a place where you might feel overwhelmed because your temporary alien visa here on earth is feeling a little flimsy, you're like, no, that's okay. Because God said, you're following me. You're not leading me. My voice called you and you followed me. So it's on me. But what's on you is in this circumstance of life, are you letting it go? Believing me for the rest, which is the eternal one. Let me stamp your eternal passport by you dying here today. Work, work it out. And I, you know, I thought, thank you, Lord. That's fantastic. It gives you joy and a directive, right? And, and I think that that's the best way to live. It's like, let me get the truth first. Let me, let me understand the fullness of this truth. Like when I'm speaking to my kids, or a young person especially, the notion of dying to self is hard enough for a young person, but it's still hard for an adult. And I explain to them, it's not just you. I gotta die too, son. I'm dying right now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's good. That's a good thing, buddy. And the father is like, I want you to follow the lead of my son. Because it's my good and perfect will that he's working out. The Father has called. So Christ is like, when you see me, you see the Father. When you hear me, you hear the Father. This is a directive from our Father in heaven. If you want honor from him, which really is the ultimate. Mm. It's like you imagine the king of a land. And he comes, I bestow thee with honor. And he puts his sword on both shoulders like they do in the times of the nights of whatever, you know? And you see the movies, and it's like, oh, that's so cool. I, I, I want to be that warrior. Right? Well, our Father in Heaven has given us that option. He said, but you got to let go. You've got to be a knight for me. And I love the whole honor that knights have. They forsake all, don't they? Mm -hmm. For the sake of the kingdom. You know, they're like, I will stand in the front line. When, when, my, when the commander of the army goes forward, I'm in. And I find that interesting. There's knights at the round table. They're seated. It's all stolen from the Word of God. Mm, yeah. All the best stories are stolen from the Word of God. Superman, he comes from the Word of God. They're just yeah. trying to be like Christ. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but he just, you know, and he, he's even the humble guy from the farmland. You know, might as well have been a carpenter. Superman could have been, right? But they just chose them to be. It, and it's all stolen. From, why? Because it's the best narrative. Because actually what it does is it touches that part of our eternity in our hearts. That's why those that don't know Christ love those stories. Because they want the hero to save the day. 
Why is that? Because we all know we all need that hero. And his name is Jesus, right? But they just don't want to admit that because then after that revelation comes death. But Christ, he says it over and over again. And I, and I like that because then once you do it, then he says, this is why and this is what's going to happen. I'm going to stamp you up for eternity. I go to prepare a place for you. So let's live with that double vision, that mindset of two, two sites. Here on earth and up in heaven. Right? I believe that's meant to be how eagles work. They have a double vision. A shorter one like this and a, a soaring one up. So they have this way of seeing both at the same time. That's why they're such amazing uh, targeting their prey and all of that stuff. So, yeah. Be encouraged today and die to yourself. Die to anything that you're holding on to, even as we pray today.